We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Are we really doing this? Yeah, we're doing it. If you don't mind. I would begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah! Ah! 106.7 K-Rock, K-O-Q. Anyway, I don't normally play drum machines because I hate drum machines. That's why. But I'm going to slip this one in because it's the patch mode. Brand new one from the patch mode. This is called So Much Love from Patch Mode on K-Rock. Honestly, it's hard to listen to what's said in this room. Hey, listen, asshole. And I, I, I never used cussing in 22 years, but uh, the gloves are off. Listen, you son of a bitch. What the f***'s your problem? You get in my face with that, I'll beat your goddamn ass, you son of a bitch. You piece of shit. You goddamn f***. Listen, kid. You f***ing crossed the line. Get that through your goddamn head. Stop pushing your you got that, you goddamn son of a bitch? And now... Why did you use that language? Our feature presentation. Well, he's an angry man. I think that's <laughs> wow. where that language comes from. I think he sounds chill. Hey, party people. Welcome on in to yet another all-new Kevin and Bean show. This time it's a Thursday, and it's the 17th of January. Yeah, it Allie. is. Hey, Bean. Jensen. Hi. Chip. Hi, Bean. Kevin. I'm away. Five thirty-five. Close. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kevin. I can't. I can't quite hear you. Can you get closer to the mic, please? I, I'm on my way. Coming in. So <laughs> raining. So it's rain. Oh, everyone. I I have three voices. Driving real fast oh. at the same time. <laughs> Nobody knew it was raining. <laughs> Cough. <laughs> you guys know what today is the uh, anniversary of? No. January seventeenth. Big yeah. day in Southern California. I mean, what could it be? Oh, is it the earthquake? Twenty. Five oh, wow. years wow. ago, and uh, uh, 57 minutes ago, 25 years and 57 minutes ago, was the Northridge earthquake. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's hard to believe. 4.31 a.m., January 17, 1994, a hidden fault lurking under the city's San Fernando Valley neighborhoods unleashed a magnitude. Do you remember? 7.1? 6. 6.7. 6.7. 6.7. But, but Ali, you could be forgiven for that because I think initially it was reported and then it was and then it was graded Yeah, down. I turned off the news after that. <laughs> you never heard about <laughs> no. it again after no. that. <laughs> also, big conspiracy theory about it always around my neighborhood. I grew up in oh, Woodland. Oh, really? Yeah, I grew up in Woodland Hills. Uh-huh. You also grew up in the valley, near the valley. Yeah, I was in at BC at the time. There you go. Uh, we had always heard, uh-huh. again, conspiracy theory, that it was a 7.1. And that there was like some weird insurance thing to get it down below seven. So they wouldn't have to pay as much? That's what I always heard. <gasps> oh, interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a total lie. I was in, you know, high school, but yeah. made it up. Yeah. It's yours. Um, I, uh, I, I am um, remembering, I, I know that I have heard the tape because our late dear friend, Space and Scott Mason, was on the air at K Rock and had the mic open. Mm-hmm. When the oh. earthquake hit, and I know that I, I, I feel like, if unless my memory is uh, playing tricks on me, 
that I've heard that tape of him on the air when the earthquake hit, and I'd love to find that again. That would be a cool piece of radio history. For sure. Um, but uh, Kevin and I were doing the morning show back then, and um, we both made it in on time, which was shocking to me because, you know, there was there was a lot of turmoil, particularly I lived in the San, uh, Santa Clarita Valley at the time, mm-hmm. and I don't, rem- I don't remember where Kevin lived, but remember that 14 freeway had collapsed, right. and I must have been... Heading that way within 20 minutes or so of the earthquake actually happening, and they already had everything cordoned off, and they already have alternate routes planned out. I mean, they already had police on the scene who were directing traffic. I mean, it was... I remember listening to KNX at the time, hearing the details of the road closure ahead because of the collapsed freeway, and I was thinking how incredible it was that they already had that in place I to hear get people what, around that. I hear what you're saying. You're what, saying what that... False flag. <laughs> Never happened, <laughs> Never right? <did. laughs> Totally faked. It's the government putting their eyes onto the <laughs> yes, earthquake so that yes. they can do whatever they want behind the scenes. I hear, I'm picking up what you're putting down, Bean. I was frogs are gay. I wasn't thinking that at all. I was just I was just so impressed that they already had a way to get past that road that had closed. Yeah, that's crazy. It, yeah, it really surprised me. And if I remember, hey Kevin, hey, if I remember, we we all all of us showed up on time that morning at at five thirty, even though the earthquake had happened less than an hour before. And it was just, you know, this was pre-real uh, internet availability. And it was just, you know, watching TV to try to find out what was going on. I mean, you know, there was so much confusion because it, it did damage in so many places, particularly close to the epicenter. But uh, that was just a, that was a uh, bizarre, bizarre morning. What do you remember about it, Kevin? What was your commute like or, or how you woke up that morning? Were you still in bed or awake Are you talking about the earthquake in 92? 25 years ago yeah. today. yeah. Um, I got woken up and the, the only thing that I really remember is when I was driving to work, I looked down a street and there was huge fires from buildings that were on fire. And then there Mm. was also, um, like water mains had broken and they were shooting up into the air. That was happening a lot. Water and fire at the exact same time. It was amazing. It did feel like the end of the world. Yeah. It wasn't. I'm happy to tell you guys. It did but feel it like it seemed that. like it was the especially end of the world. in the darkness. Yeah, so you were still in bed. You were shaken out of bed. Yeah, yeah, same here. I was actually was in it, middle school. Was it yeah. a gentle rolling motion, Kevin, or would you say that it was trickier than that? <laughs> I'd say it was, you know, a kind of a mixture of a gentle rolling and then <laughs> sort of pretty harsh. Okay, yeah, it turned, it changed. Anything the, uh, uh, fall off your your walls or window, <laughs> like your window shake? No, chandelier? No, uh, no, no. And any like Hummel figurines? <laughs> That's my Allie, favorite. You know Allie my collection. The news. Yeah. You know my collection. Yeah. The uh, ground shook horizontally and vertically for up to 10 seconds, most sl- strongly in an area 30 miles in diameter around LA's Northridge earthquake. Uh, uh, Northridge earthquake, sorry. And most of the damage, remember, was that apartment unit that yeah. collapsed. 16 people died in there. Now, how close were you to the epicenter, Jensen? I was pretty close. I was in Woodland, Woodland Hills, Hills yeah. so just a couple exits. And you were—you obviously would have been asleep as a high schooler at four. Actually, yeah, I was in, in middle school, and I had a friend sleeping over. And I remember—well, mm. uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I jumped up. My father ran from his bedroom down to, I guess, help me. Aww. He got hit with a—we had this like very—he like a hand-me-down antique slot machine. It fell off and cut his back oh open. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like bleeding wow. and everything. Uh, and then, and you were like, "What did you do to the pinball machine?" Yeah, well, well yes. And the, <laughs> Dad, uh, you dick. <laughs> uh, finally, won on it. Um, and so I remember us getting up and and walking outside as everyone did, mm-hmm. and this weird alarm silence. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, sure. Tons of alarms going off, but also weirdly Eerily silent. quiet. And so we went up the block, and one of our neighbors had one of those overhanging. Um, 
like garages. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like those slats and people park under them. That's right. why you can't fit all your cars in the garage. That had collapsed onto both of their cars. Ooh. So like it was just a huge garage, two flattened cars. It was, I mean, there was crazy stuff around us. Like there's a restaurant on um, Ventura Boulevard called China Garden. That's been there. It's still there. But at the time, it completely uh, was demolished. It crashed from the in, like everything went inwards inward. in the middle. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Crazy. Yikes. It is hard um, to get your head around that kind of stuff. Still you look is. at it and you go, Can I, did that really happen? That's crazy. Yeah, still I, is. I mean, there have been a few earthquakes, obviously, since then. But that, uh, for those of us who lived in Southern California at the time, that's the one that sticks in our mind. That was the biggie for sure. Yeah. Um, 57 people died in the earthquake. But then they put out a study the following year uh, raising the death toll to 72 once they factored in things like heart attacks mm-hmm. and people who died as a result of, you know, uh, you know, being Fear. Having medical issues yeah. and things like that that were exasperated by the earthquake. I don't think 9,000 people injured. No. Well, I hope not. <laughs> the fear, <laughs> sorry. Not. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. But anyway, 25 <laughs> years, you guys. So I thought it was uh, worth a mention. Yeah, for sure. You know, I'm, the I'm one super glad it hasn't been that bad since. I know. The one who got did, who did get famous from being on the air was Ken Shocknick. Do you remember him? Did was he, he dive under, under the table? Under the desk? Yes, yeah. he's the one who hid under the desk. That was, was the that best. that Northridge? Yeah. Oh, man. He was like, we're and he like went under. Wow. And they called him, his name forever was Kent Aftershocknick. Yeah. Great nickname. But, but <laughs> great nickname. Chris Schauble took the crown. Yes, his From is, Channel 5. Yeah. I was live on the air with him, mm-hmm. and they were about to throw it to me, and mm-hmm. I was doing, you know, one of my great live shots, I believe with it was on. Yeah, no, I believe it's actually Irish dancing. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but before they came to me, it started to shake, so they this call it- This was a different it, earthquake, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they call okay. it Quake Face. So Chris Schauble <laughs> just went, ooh, ooh, ooh. You could, like, see all those things happening in his face. It is one of the greatest memes I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, his is good. It's real good. <laughs> good times, everybody. Yeah. Quakes, baby. All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Show, shall we? Oh, my God. You are coming in hot today. I like it. I like it. RJ Bell on the program today yeah. talking about the NFL Division Championship game. There are two of them this, uh, this weekend, including the Rams. Uh, Jensen has get up on this. Mm-hmm. We have animal stories on the program today. Yeah, we do. We... <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to introduce you to your new favorite person. He might not be your new favorite person, mm-hmm. but he is 750 pounds, and he's very happy with himself. Okay. Wow. Well, it's all good. All he right. loves his life. Mm-hmm. He thinks it's going really well, mm-hmm. and he can't fit into any clothes whatsoever. Oh, okay. So he walks around naked. Did he used to work on the Kevin Amin show and then went to work security at the Jimmy Kimmel show? No, no. That's Big Ted. That's a different This is a different person. guy. Yeah, different, different guy. guy. Okay. Yeah. So that's coming up this morning. Plus your passes for Coachella and your chance to qualify to go to Reading Festival to see the 1975 and a whole lot more bands. Coming up this morning, we'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Allie, uh, Jensen pulled up the audio of Kent Shotnick Channel 4 25 mm-hmm. years ago this morning when the earthquake hit. Do, will you give me like 20 seconds to play that? Please. This is the famous hymn hiding under the desk. That happening right now. I'm not sure which. I'm going to get under this desk. I apologize for the theatrics. He's under the desk. Okay. This is live. This is what's happening right now. <laughs> and a word to the folks in the control room. If you're going to swear, we can hear it uh, on the air. So we'll try to keep a sense of decorum. <laughs> under the circumstances, <laughs> with as big as that earthquake was, yeah. I give him a pass. That was fine. Absolutely. That's the safe thing to do is to get under something, right? You don't know if the ceiling's going to collapse Wait, on you. I have bad news. That's a different quake. 
What? I, I didn't oh, think I didn't think they were live at four I'm something. Sorry. In the morning. I'm sorry, I'm but that's saying. the most famous one. It really oh, is, yeah. You were I put those two together news. as well. I, thought, I did fake news. I thought but I called thing. it out. I called it out. Yeah. Yeah, now I look like an asshole. I mean, well, 87 mm-hmm. Whittier, 5.9. This is You're, all gone to pot. Right? I'm so glad this show isn't live till 6 a.m. <laughs> nobody <laughs> heard that. <laughs> Me too. Hey, still, uh, still a good clip. Time Absolutely. for our uh, first look at what's happening here with our good friend Allie McKay here on a Thursday morning. Take it away. Who was the uh, the guy on Channel 4 that cried when his uh, news fan was Chuck being... Henry. Chuck Henry. Mm-hmm. My favorite. Uh, go from Chuck Henry, who didn't leave in time as a fire is barreling towards him. And the fire department warned him and said, everyone get multiple out. Multiple times. And he didn't. And he didn't. So he's crying because the news van is burning up. While in a five point, what did you say? 5.9 earthquake? Yeah, yeah. Ken Shocknick's like, let's uh, have a sense Sorry of for the theatrics. Very different. Talking about this clip. I feel so badly for the, for the people that lost their possessions. You know, the truck. Who cares? Stupid truck with a bunch of equipment in it. I was inside the truck. I tried to get it started. Wouldn't start. I jumped out of the driver's seat, and all there was was flames. I saw Lee. He was outside, and I couldn't see where to go. He just said, hey, Chuck, Chuck, and he's calling at me. It was a fireman. And I just ran in his direction. He grabbed me, and he literally threw us in the back of his truck. Uh oh, we're in trouble. Do you think they told? The f- yeah. told him to leave. Yeah. Yes. Do you think the fireman grabbed him and just whispered, "I told you to get out, bitch." <laughs> I hope so. I would have. Yeah. So. I would have. If you uh, ignore a direct evacuation order from the fire department and then your van burns up, it's on you, Chuck. For sure, Chuck Henry. He's the best. I don't know if we're saying that. That's not what we're saying no. at all. Okay. <laughs> no. Did you guys hear about all of this going down yesterday? Reports surfaced yesterday claiming that Colin Kaepernick had approved of Travis Scott performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. It was announced that Scott would be performing under the condition that the NFL would donate 500000 to the social justice organization Dream Corps. And then following that announcement, Variety reported that Scott consulted with Kaepernick, had phone conversation prior to agreeing to the Super Bowl. Then, according to Wrap Up, a source close to the rapper said that they didn't see eye to eye, but left with mutual respect and understanding. So cool, right? Yeah, sounds like a pretty good situation. Well, then Colin Kaepernick started uh, retweeting people like uh, Ebro, the DJ. Cap did not approve this. Boop, get the boop out of here, retweeting the Variety article. Then he retweeted his girlfriend, who basically said there is no mutual respect and there is no understanding for anyone working against Kaepernick, period. Hashtag stop lying. And then started retweeting articles and stories about how this Dream Corps organization seems to be the go-to with the NFL when they kind of want to smooth something over and just be like, we donated to this corporation. Right. So people are saying, oh, so you struck a deal with this company who keeps getting paid to have people not protest. Why the f*** you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my God. Stop f***ing lying. That was his last retweet. So so Colin Kaepernick didn't tweet anything himself. He just retweeted other people making his point. Right. That's interesting. Right. It, it's very interesting. Like, did Travis make up this whole story? Did his management make up the whole story? And Travis hasn't been able to say <laughs> it's not what happened. I could see 
someone who wants to do the Super Bowl having a phone call and him being like, dude, I don't really agree with it. I don't agree with it. And he's like, well, I'm going to do it and I'm going to give 500000 to you know, Black Lives Matter or whatever. And he goes, I don't really want you to do it. And he goes, okay, man, well, you know, life will be life. And then he goes, well, we, we came to an agreement. <laughs> and then Kaepernick's like, no, we didn't. Like, yeah. I can see how two different people could take that away, but I just mm-hmm. can't believe management would push that messaging out. If it's a false narrative and there was no agreement or understanding, yeah. that's a lie. Yeah. So... You can claim you saw it one way, someone saw it another way, but we have a problem in this country of, of saying things are lies. Yeah. <laughs> it's very strange. It's not good. It's very odd. Well, but let me ask you guys this, and I'm sorry to, to belabor the point, but I'm just thinking, is there any real fallout for Travis Scott? I mean, is this hmm. going to affect him even if it's revealed that Colin Kaepernick didn't want him to do it and he did it anyway? I mean, it's not, it's not like people are going to protest his music, are they? No, I think it's never. I doubt it's, it. It's just a, it's a, it's a street a, cred. Yeah, just a little, a little bit of a, a, a breakdown for him. But if, if something like this keeps happening, it will hurt him. But it's just something to remember, I think, for, for everyone. It's gotcha. more, yeah. Goes on as uh, his permanent record. Yes, yes. Yes. You guys, I'm telling you the story for two reasons. One, well, it's the uh, it's the first line of the story. Nikki Six's home sweet home is about to grow by one. See, because Nikki Six was in Motley Crue and their big uh. song was Home Sweet Home. But he's having a baby. Here's why I'm telling you this. Um, because in 2007, when it was suggested on a show that um, Nikki had a uh, vasectomy, and maybe at some point he's going to want to reverse that. Right. And Nikki Six's response was, I would get a second operation just to make sure the first one worked. <laughs> Something changed. Oh. Because uh, his wife is expecting their first child together and Six's fifth child total. So and that little baby uh-huh. could grow up to be Adolf Hitler. I don't, <laughs> sir, I don't think we're saying that at all. I think the baby's going to grow up and be just fine. You know what probably happened is he married a much younger woman. He thought he was all done with kids right. after four, but then he married a 25-year-old, and she was like, oh, no, I still want him. <laughs> no, this woman is old. She is 33. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Gross, right? Disgusting. What are you doing? <laughs> What's the point of that? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe she can have kids. Right? At 33? So late. Why wait so long? Cobwebs. <sighs> this is we're get you know what I will get an email about that sure. from a woman that's like I can't believe you that that <laughs> I can't believe you don't understand we're probably talking. someone who's thirty one though right until right? <laughs> it doesn't get us so does it, does it say how old uh, Nikki Six is, he is he's got to be 60. sixty right okay he is sixty right. and she is thirty three. Yeah. Yeah, about half your age. That's about right. Which uh, shockingly seems fine nowadays. 60 <laughs> or 33. That's age appropriate. <sighs> Today is a big birthday day. Mm. Tiesto, Lil John, Calvin Harris, Michelle Obama, Kid Rock, Zoe Deschanel, Betty White, James Earl Jones, Steve Harvey, and Jim Carrey. Man, there are a lot of winners. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And Kid Rock. Oh, right. <laughs> and that's what's happening. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Stories on the program coming up later on today. Also, our friend R.J. Bell in Las Vegas. By the way, uh, an aside here. Dave said yesterday that the line was only three and a half in the Saints' favor yesterday. Right. Which, um... That means it's an even game. It means it's an even game. Yeah, because yeah. I think you get three points for being at home. That's right. Yes. Is that wow? Is that good? Is that, that that to me makes it sound like the people love the Rams? Is what it makes it sound to me like. The, the, um, the fact that the Saints aren't favored by more makes me think that the Rams are really good and have a, a, a real good shot. At I mean, they're calling it an even game, game basically. Both teams. Yeah. Could win. It yeah. sounds like what they're saying is both teams are good and it's an even match. Oh, right. excellent. That's what I heard. Okay. All excellent. Right. I just looked it up on the internet and uh-huh. I know all that stuff you just said. Right. right. <laughs> and I get it. Uh-huh. But on the internet right now, it's saying it's basically like a coin toss, a 50 50, really? even though the numbers are like that. Oh, yeah. wow. No way. Okay. That's cool. Now, I have to ask you guys because I, I do not have feet on the ground in Los Angeles as, as you do. Is there Rams fever right now? Are we at the point where people are realistically hopeful for a Super Bowl for a Los Angeles-based football team for the first time in forever? I've been talking. I've been talking a lot to my Ramily, and <laughs> we all think it's a definite possibility. <laughs> you know what's weird, though? I think in this city, it's much worse than other cities. In that the city's so spread out, yeah. there's no. The Rams fans aren't all together except for at a game, so it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to tell. And it's still relatively new. Yeah, I mean, true. I we had them when we were when I was a kid, but like we still, it's still football. Still, still three kind years. Of, yeah, yeah. It's, the football's still kind of a new term here. Uh, but I just, I mean, I feel like there should be a lot of excitement to be sixty minutes away from a Super Bowl. I mean, Bowl. I'm sure there is. It's just I don't think there's enough people around. Yeah, and there aren't Rams uh, flags for your cars, right? Yet. And with the world ending. You know, sure with that. Plays a part. That's true. Mm-hmm. So it is a very exciting. We did a, a contest that last week. We gave away tickets to, for a Kevin to be Lister to see the Rams beat Dallas. You'll recall, and mm-hmm. uh, he t- uh, tweeted out some very nice pictures from the stadium. Had a wonderful time. Um, I, I don't remember his name, but I do remember. Luke. Was it Luke? Yeah, I remember. Let's uh, let's ram it up with a little bit of his song because it was awesome. Gotta see the Rams. Got to see them live. Gurley cross the goal line. He is gonna die. Gotta see the Rams. <laughs> Gotta see the Rams. Are the Cowboys any good? Do they have enough? Aaron Donald says no. The run game he will suck. Gotta see the Rams. Gotta see the Rams. Sue is filling holes. They're line kicking goals. Goff is slinging bullets. Rams are gonna roll. Gotta see the Rams. Gotta see the Rams. Uh, I mean, comes down the field. He's going to explode. Gotta see the game with Wake Doe. <laughs> Did you see that guy's picture? He posted a picture from the uh-huh. game? Yeah. Absolutely didn't expect him to look like that. Really? No. no did you? Uh, did you think he would look like more hardcore, like a rapper? No. I Gotta thought he would. see the Rams. I thought he would be um, younger and a complete stoner. Oh. Is what I was expecting. Well, that was no. not the look. So there's one game, they play the Saints, and then mm-hmm. they're in the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. we go to right. Atlanta, right? Uh, oh. Right? Us where, where as a show? The team? The team, yes. Well, the team goes. I'm saying, though, uh-huh. our radio show. Our Ramily? 
Sure, if you want to use that again. Can I leave this Ramley? <laughs> I support Ramley, and I think it's a thing. Oh. So the Ramley goes to Atlanta. <laughs> That's where the Super Bowl is, right? Oof, I, yes, I I would go to Atlanta for one reason and one reason only. If the Rams were the so Super Bowl. So the fact that the Rams are there... Would oh. be a great thing on top of why. Oh, I'd so go. that's not your that's reason. That's separate. Uh, okay. No, I don't know if I've mentioned it on air before, but um, the last time I was in Atlanta was during the Olympics. Right. And I was walking up Peachtree, and I had my hair in a ponytail. There's a reason I'm telling you this, <laughs> because sometimes when I have my hair in a ponytail, the way it swings yeah. can kind of look like a horse's tail. It's kind of it's therapeutic to a lot of people walking behind me. A horse's. Okay. Let's call it a horse's butt. Is we can't. We can't. <laughs> Anyway, walking up the street and I hear clump, 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 like getting closer. And I'm right. like, is that horse like running up the street? What is going on? Had the carriage behind him, like one of those uh, right. horse drawn carriage. Sure. And my friend and I were laughing like, oh, maybe it sees your ponytail. He's like super into it. Got to get me some of that. The horse came up alongside us, jumped over the curb. What? Now, the guy in the carriage jumps out of the carriage as the carriage goes to its side, and the horse is now dragging the carriage towards me. You guys know how I react in certain situations. Sure. I was doubled over laughing because it was so weird, and who would expect... And, and then I was like, Ooh, my friend grabs my arm. She's like, run! Because it was still coming towards us. Basically, bad situation splayed out right in front of one of the wow. host- hotels that had like marble in front of it. Wasn't expecting to run into like a marble ground. It was a bad situation. So, how does that play into us going to Atlanta? I am going to avenge that whole situation by getting back at the man that should have stopped that horse from jumping over the curb. Okay, because I was going to say the horse got to be. Gone by now. How dare you? Know you know what? She's going to use a ton of glue in Atlanta. She's just going <gasps> to. I'm going to yeah. craft everywhere she yep. goes. Yeah. Do you think the horse was in love with you, Allie? Is I that would, what it was? I would like to think so. Yes. Um, you could I have mean, been mounted yeah. if things had gone differently. I mean, that's as <laughs> what? That's as good an excuse as any. Yeah. I mean, you might as well go with that one. Absolutely. Since you don't know. Yeah. No, I think the horse got spooked somewhere along Peachtree, and then it was just coming towards me. That's wow. it. Wow. Right. Horse Avenger. I Thank had no you. idea. Thank wow. you. I will avenge that horse. Do you death. know the guy? No. But How I... are you going to find? <laughs> Ask around. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. that sounds like a solid plan. Thank you. I'm in. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, we uh-huh. have, what now? We have, two, we have two weeks and a couple mm-hmm. of days to plan it. Okay. All right. Okay. So the Rams go, we go. Right. Right? I mean, More I'm like sure Migos, been... right? Because Migos is from Atlanta oh, and we go... I'm going to uh, sit this one I kinda, out. I'm kind of right, team, team horse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. On the uh, Kevin and Bean Instagram stories right now, by the way, our daily t-shirt challenge between Jensen and me. Jensen, what are you sporting today? Uh, today I am wearing a promotional photo from the movie The Good Son between <laughs> Elisha Wood and Macaulay Culkin. Oh it is obscure, and I brought out the big guns. <laughs> How <laughs> old are they in that photo? Uh, they are t- teens. <laughs> They look younger than that yeah, even. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I so went uh, old school uh, animation. I'm wearing a uh, Chili Willy t-shirt today. If you remember little Chili Willy, the penguin. Mm-hmm. So that's the uh, that's mm. the choice. Which t-shirt do you like better? You can go to, uh, where Where do people vote on that? Do at, they go to Instagram? At Kevin and Bean. They can go to the Instagram stories or we put it on Twitter at Kevin and Bean. 
And then whoever loses at the end of the year, when we all tally up, whoever has lost the T-shirt challenge for 2019 has to leave the show. Oh, that's okay. that's I didn't, that's wow. That's Maybe what we have. I thought it was more I of a good that. spirit yeah. thing. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, if you if you lose, you lose. Oh. Seems aggressive. Oh. All right, Kevin, I've uh, I've rarely seen you as excited about a uh, new TV show, and I I don't know anything about it, so I am all ears. It's on TLC. Is that right? It's on TLC, and it's a spinoff of My Six Hundred Pound Life. A spinoff, yes, okay. Yes, a spinoff. And it's called Family by the Ton. Oh. Is this a whole family of extremely obese people it's rather more than just than focusing one, on yes. one? It's not okay. always, it's not always uh, you know, all of the family, but it is more than one. Okay. And I'm going to introduce you to Casey King from Georgia. Now, I did just post a picture and a YouTube video on my Twitter at the Kevin Ryder with a Y. And... I mean, you're going to hate it. He's a big boy. He's a huge boy. And mm-hmm. here is his daily schedule. A normal day for me is wake up around 12, figure out something I'm going to eat immediately, TV, video games, bed. It's not a lot of activity. That's it. Boom. That's his whole day. How Gets up at he... noon, plays video games naked, goes back to bed. Okay, when does, does this she... get bad? <laughs> so far, it does sound like life. a dream life. Yeah. Right. How does he support himself? Uh, his dad. His dad. You'll find out. that He lives with his mom, but his mom okay. said, if you're going to live here, you need to have a job. And he left and he went to his dad's house. His dad just brings him food all day long, every day. Oh, oh man. He's the worst dad ever. Hmm. So he spends 24 hours a day naked. Okay. Because clothes don't fit him. What a surprise. He mm-hmm. sort of tries to kind of blame it on the heat, though. He says it's hot in Georgia. And so... Then he leads into my clothes don't fit. And I'm like, I don't think it's hot in Georgia. Has anything to do with your clothes not fitting? Mm. But here's that clip. It's hot. It's hot in Georgia. And all my clothing is restricting and tight. So I just sit in there naked, free as can be. And no one bothers me. Door shut. We're good. We're good. So he sits in his room on his bed, 100% naked, playing video games. Now, I don't even know if I should bring this up. But if he were walking toward you naked. Yes. You couldn't even see his junk. Correct. His stomach hangs to his knees, knees practically. Yeah, it's um, it's not a good look. I don't. If see you how... want a new look for 2019, this is not the one you okay. want. Still I waiting mean, so... for when this is bad. Okay, let me know. Let your... me know when you get disgusted. All right. I feel terrible for him and nope. feel like he is going to die during this segment. He's so big. <laughs> oh, he is going to die, but you should not feel sorry for him. And I'll okay. I'll play for you later. Why? Here's he's doing a little bit of play by play while he's playing video games. Oh, no, he's got it. Oh god, he's got that one guy that's going to kill me. Oh no, he's weak. But I'm weak. I'm weak. Oh, I'm going to die. He's down. All right, I got to go in the kitchen and get uh, stuff. What stuff? What could he mean by stuff? <laughs> Maybe food? <laughs> I think probably like a salad. <laughs> Why does he like playing video games? Because he doesn't get judged by his weight. I'm accepted in all those virtual reality worlds and the gaming world I'm in. No one sees me. No one sees me. That is my outside. That is my world that I can be the Casey I want to be, but not be judged on my weight. Oh, which is sad, that which is fine. That's a sad kind of yeah. I understand that. And then but then he also just seems kind of proud of it a little. He is. He's fine with it. He's hap- he's happy with it. Okay. It is Does he ever leave the house, Kevin? No. Leave the house. I'm not sure he no. leaves those two rooms. I don't think he leaves the room, no. Yeah. Um here he says uh, this is not exactly how he saw his life going. I never would have thought at 34 I'd be living with my father 
and I'd be have no job, have no real money, and just be playing video games all day and eating. Now, is he saying that it rules, or is he saying that it doesn't rule? He's he's insinuating that it rules. He doesn't. He's not upset it's, about. It's this. like when I say I'm I. Never saw my life being on the Kevin and Bean show. I'm, right. I'm thrilled. Right, right. This is what he's it's saying. It's sort of what he's saying, yeah. Wow. Is there any part of this where somebody comes in and tries to help him or tries to get him to change his mindset a little bit? Not or? in the video that I saw. The video that I saw is just like a, a video that they put up for promotional purposes for okay. the show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, here's how he sort of describes his life so far. I've always been a big kid. Out of high school, I was probably 300 something pounds. But then I got out of school, got a couple of jobs at a couple of restaurants. I ate at him. I was probably around 500 pounds then, and uh, it was just getting too difficult to work, so I quit my job. <laughs> he has I gained like... 400 pounds since high school. Yes. There's well, something deep-rooted. Very few of in... us maintain our high school weights, Allie. Come on. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Seven, but... 700 oh. and technically 707 pounds. Uh, wow. This show's concept is that they do come in and help them. That's good. usually what it is. Okay. Right, right, right. But in oh, this promotional good. clip, he makes no effort to even want that. He's yeah. not asking for help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, check out my sweet life. Yeah, no, he's on television to be like, isn't this awesome? Right. Yeah. Um. So here's another clip from Casey. My mom said, to live in this house, you have to have a job. So she kicked me out, and I, the only place I had left to go was my father's. So I went there. Basically, his one thing that knew made me happy was food. So we just ate like kings, but like in the worst way, pizzas, chicken, Japanese food, takeout. I mean, me and my dad would get hibachi delivered, sushi by the barrel. I mean, just anything you wanted to eat, we were getting. That actually, my stomach actually growled. What a horrible dad. That's his dad. It's his only way to show love, I guess. Yeah. That's a terrible dad. Yeah. I mean, he's literally killing his kid. Yeah. So this is Casey now, and this is the final clip I have for you. And this is sort of why I don't feel all that. I do feel some sorry for him, but he sort of just has accepted this is how his life's going to go. I was just eating until I'm dead, probably. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ooh. I'm still Team Casey. I still, I'm Team Casey. I really want him to get, get help and get better. Casey really admitted do. that he has gotten stuck in the shower a couple of times. One time he was left sitting there for nine hours. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Jesus. This I is need, awful. I, I Kevin, need, you find joy in this? No, well. Why are you dancing? It's not, it's not that I find joy in it, but if you, when you watch the video, you just go, this guy doesn't want help. He's okay with it. He loves that's playing part of, video games. That's part of why he that's needs help. Is he doesn't? Yeah, it's a sickness. He doesn't. He doesn't. He can't recognize what he's doing to himself. Yeah, that's that's just addiction. I need my dad's help a little bit to clean myself. You know. Wait. Oh God! Please tell me you pulled that. You. Th- this is not a clip. I don't care. No, I'm saying you oh. saying it. Oh my God! I need, I need my dad's help a little bit to clean myself. You know. <laughs> Wiping my ass because I mean oh, I just can't morning. reach everything on my back. Good morning, everybody. And I can't reach everything below me. So you okay. know, whatever. Kevin just threw streamers care. in the air. It's unbelievable. I don't like any of this. I have a small update on him. <laughs> yes. Casey is serious about changing his lifestyle. Oh, good. It hasn't been easy for him. He's working on uh, a new eating regimen recommended by a dietitian, but he is unable and unprepared to give up video games. 
which will affect him. Because I mean, he, that's the problem is he sits in bed all day playing right. video games. He does yeah. nothing else. And he's got dual addiction. Yeah. yeah. The one thing I've enjoyed even when I was smaller was video games. King says. Uh, but that's he's, he's not going to get over it. He's going to keep playing, he says. They need some sort of a deal where he gets some video game time for every 10 pounds he loses or something like that. And take you know, it away. Need... Yeah, but that would take a parent who cared. And yeah. he's, also, need... he's also 34. Yeah, he's 34 years old. That's yeah. the teenage move, I think. Casey admitted that his life hasn't turned out the way he thought it would. Hmm. I don't know anybody that grows Again, up as a kid. And you don't knows. have to do the running man while you're laughing, Kevin. <laughs> Jesus. It's a lot, right? I mean, literally. I'm just saying. He just erected a banner that says, Die, Casey, Die, behind him. (laughs) It's Kevin and Bean! K-U-Rock. K-R-O-Q. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's Thursday. That means Jensen is here and it's time to get up on this. Get up, get on up, 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 on this. As always, you can see everything that I've gotten you up on on krock.com. Uh, this week, I'm very excited because, you know, sometimes they bring in a song or a movie or an app, and it's just one thing in particular. Right. And it's very easy and tangible for you to grab it. This week, sort of, but not really, because I'm getting you up on the complexities of what is a creative friendship, a partnership even. Huh? You know two people that are together in creative endeavors, whether right. they're okay. writing together or on the radio together. Right. Any of those things, it is complex. Mm-hmm. The way these things come together, they're best friends. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they are. Sometimes creativity comes out of either one of those things. And it's it, it's something that is very interesting and fun to follow. And there are three different pieces of media out currently that tell this story perfectly is that right, right now. Yes. One, a movie that is currently in limited release called Stan and Ollie. It is incredible. It is. You haven't stopped talking about that it since is you saw it. so good. I know a lot of people had high hopes for Holmes and Watson, and that was <laughs> not what people wanted about a creative partnership. But as far as buddy movies, John C. Riley, uh, that, that star him, this is the one to see. Uh, the movie stars Riley as Oliver Hardy and Steve Coogan as Stan Laurel, and both are nearly unrecognizable. In this movie. You... I didn't know it was out yet. I'm so excited. It currently is. Oh, uh, wow. In certain select cities, L.A. being one of them, yeah. which is great. Uh, you will think they were literally born to play these roles. Yeah. Like, you, you couldn't imagine anyone else doing it. Uh, the prosthetics on John C. Riley, it goes way beyond anything we've ever seen as a fat suit or anything mm-hmm. like that. It it looks like he gained the weight for the role, which makes Christian Bale look like a real idiot. Because <laughs> he could have just worn latex. Uh, the movie focuses on, ni- on the 1950s for the legendary comedy duo, the twilight of their career, the end, when they think things are winding down, many marriages and failures. And rather than fade away, they decide to go on a British tour of second-tier venues. They've went from sort of large fans to maybe 200 in a room. 
Um, it is one of the most touching films I've seen in a long time. It comes to life with these two gifted actors, and it shows the complex and sort of beautiful give and take that two men that really know no other job outside of being together, right. what it's like to call it a day. Wow. It is I can't wait to see They had unreal. me at the trailer. It was phenomenal. You guys got to see it. It does look great, but I will tell you that I think there are millions of people in this country who have never heard of Laurel and Hardy and will just be confused as to who it's about and why. And I think it tells you that. I think it explains the whole thing. It kind of gives you a, a upfront little prelude, prelude uh, to tell you that they were very famous. You know, mm-hmm. they give you all that fo- that footage, yeah. and then and then you jump in. So you don't have to know anything about Laurel and Hardy. Just go in okay. and know it's about. And that's with all these things that I'm going to mm-hmm. bring up. It's about two people, and we all can relate to that, even if you're not in a creative field. Marriages, friendships. It's mm-hmm. about give and take. And sometimes you hate someone. Sometimes you're absolutely obsessed with them. But throughout that all, throughout that whole thing, you went, you love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the other one I want to get you up on is the A24 podcast episode with Jonah Hill and Michael Sarah. Now, these two don't do things together that much. No mm-hmm. press, no, you know, other than the thing you thought of first, which is super bad. Right. These two guys, uh, it is hilarious. It's a, uh, a digital release for mid-90s. This is to promote that with A24. Uh, it's one of his best friends over time. You might think these two Hollywood heavyweights would throw around tales about you know being in, in the business or big shot banter, but they actually just focus on being friends when they were younger. It's just like if me and you sat down with our friends from high school and, and shot the S. You know what I mean? That let's, sounds good. Let's listen to this All clip right. here. I don't know. No, I never got the deep psychology. Where your dad got mad about cleaning stuff up? Oh yeah, this is my favorite story. About it was your dad. like when we were really little. <laughs> Me and my sisters. I don't know. It was the th- it was the thing where like your your dad tries to get angry and then ends up accidentally being funny and that makes him even more angry. So he was like angry that we left stuff around and he accidentally rhymed like a Dr. Seuss rhyme. He was like, "You kids leave your things where they lay. You put them there and there they stay." <laughs> but he screamed. It. Yeah, he was screaming it. And we all like just burst out laughing, and my mom laughed, which also like took Set the steam him off. out. Yeah, like, yeah. It, and then he just had he was just, leave them there and there they stay. <laughs> also, to form a sentence that way, <laughs> it's not about their. You know, it's they wow. Talk, that sounds great. They talk a little bit about movies, but it uh-huh. just sounds like two guys who went through a very insane time together at a young age. Uh, my third one is the newest episode of Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, which is a great oh, podcast. I love it so uh, much. He's setting up his 30-minute reboot of the talk show over at Turner, and he's taken to podcasting during the time off. He sat down with Will Ferrell, Nick Offerman, and Megan Mullally, Kristen Bell, Bill Burr. But the one we're getting you up on is Adam Sandler. Much like Jonah and Micah, uh, Michael, these guys grew up together on SNL when Adam was just 19 years old. Conan was a writer. And now 30 years later, they're actually neighbors, and their kids go to school together, and they're facing sort of uh, the end of their careers a little bit as well. Like, they still have something to say, though. Let's listen to this quick clip. I've been in, like, school assemblies where the parents... <laughs> Parents are there and the kids are there and and I don't even know like Adam's sitting way in the I don't even know he's there and then they'll say something like oh we're also looking for a volunteer who can come on Pancake Day on Saturday and then I'll hear a voice in the back go it's Conan <laughs> again it's not about these friendships are not about the things you think they don't talk right. about going to the fanciest dinner or getting the best ratings it's super relatable they reminisce about Chris Farley they point out their own weaknesses Adam Sandler admits to what is sort of shocking, which is a well-known, it seems to be in the business, temper. 
and how he's been working on no it the kidding. last few years. He yeah. talks about that. Talks about it uh, uh, really uh, vocally. He's, That's he's fascinating. Very admitting. To, Jensen, to, I have to talk. ask. I know you have been preaching the gospel of too much TV. Yes. We're at too much podcast, too, aren't we? Well, that's why I'm here. I'm pointing out the episodes you got to pick up. Okay. And those are two of them. Uh, most importantly about these three picks, it's about friends and partnership and lifelong stories between people who are in Hollywood or where you assume anyone lives. These people sort of let their guards down and show what it's like. Those three examples, I hope you enjoyed them. And that is my Get Up On That. Get Up, Get On Up On This. 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 Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Hey, how about some animal stories? Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe a baboon or a story about a frog. A story about a cat or a pizza rat. A story about a minx or a story about a lynx. Animal stories in the news. Animal stories to cure your blues. Animal stories just for you. Let's find out what they're up to. Have you guys seen the controversy going on in the Bay Area right now over Tina and Louise, the cats named after the characters on uh, Bob's Burgers? I'm not. No. This is something else. You know there's a uh, housing crisis all over California. There aren't enough affordable places for people to live in San Francisco, in the uh, Silicon Valley area, in Los Angeles, all the way up to Seattle. I mean, a lot lot of people are having problems finding a place to live. This guy had been mulling over renting out his 400-square-foot apartment behind his home as an Airbnb in San Jose when his friend Tony said... Hey, uh, my daughter just went to college and she can't take her cats with her. Would it be okay if they rented out your place? Wait, the, what? The cats are living for $1,500 a month in an apartment in San Jose. People are furious about this, by the way, <laughs> as you can imagine. The man says they don't have attitudes. Well, they have attitudes, but they of don't talk back. Of course, they're cats. Let's not be ridiculous. <laughs> they, uh, they don't drink. They don't smoke. They don't play loud music. They're perfect tenants. They have somebody who comes by and plays with and feeds the cats every day. But these cats live in their own house in the Silicon Valley. And again, homeless uh, homelessness advocacy groups are just saying, look, it really highlights that, you know, what a desperate situation we're in. The tremendous inequity in the area. There's so many people can't find a place to live, and here's cats living on their own. And I just like to say, I think that's an excellent point, but I also think the cats should live with people. Don't you feel like it can't, that well, yeah, can't be a course. great life for the cats? Of course. I, mean, I wouldn't think. Cats. They are cats, though. Yeah, yeah but they, so. don't, they shouldn't be living by themselves except right, when somebody but. comes by to scratch them behind the ears and, and leave them some, if some cat do- If they were dogs, I'd be on. on How yeah. dare you? Al, you're going to love this story. I had never heard of this before, but apparently this is a thing. You bring in your Christmas tree over the holidays and you don't notice that it has a little, I don't know, a light tan, like the size of a walnut mass somewhere on the tree that turns out to be praying mantises that are getting ready to hatch. When do I start loving this? This is a lady in Springfield, Virginia, who had over a hundred praying mantises <gasps> hatching in her home after they were brought in on her Christmas tree. What happens is you bring the tree in, and then after a couple of weeks or so, they're they're there in the warmth and everything like that, and then they hatch, and all these little tiny praying mantises are swarming all over the trees seeking food. However, if they don't find any food, then it gets ugly. They turn into cannibals and they start eating one another. <laughs> what? 
Oh my god! No, it's like a it's like a science fiction nightmare movie. <laughs> what is happening? Worst. Have you ever heard of this before? No. This uh, this lady, Molly Cruz of Springfield, Virginia, turns out to be a veterinarian. By the way, she has been overwhelmed by the praying mantises. She is trying to catch them all, find new homes for them. She says people seem to like the bugs; they can't hurt you. There's nothing wrong with them. She's like, I hope to find them a home, but I don't. I don't want them. And she's also planning on buying a fake Christmas tree next year. So I guess I guess the message here is: if you bring a real tree into your home, go ahead and check and make sure there's not one of these little little bulbs that might hatch down the road. That's are, not something that we should have to look at. Are praying mantises? Is the ones that the female eats the male right after they mate? I think so. That's maybe true. it's not that they're just hungry and can't find food; they're boning, and then they're getting rid of them. That could be. Yes. People are wigged out by praying mantises because they are kind of creepy looking with the big bulgy eyes and yeah, I'm not the a way fan. they crawl with their legs and stuff. But you would never like squash one or something. I don't no, know. don't be ridiculous. Why do I feel like you're lying again? He's shaking his head, yes. <laughs> I'm not. How dare you? Kidding. Here's a uh, happy story. Uh, Romeo the Sequentes water frog has been in the news. He has been billed for the last 10 years as the loneliest frog in the world. <laughs> In fact, scientists even created a Match.com dating profile for the little green guy. He was believed to be the last of his species. They, there are a lot of, you know, we're losing uh, animals all the time. Animals are going extinct. This was a Bolivian water frog, and they only had one. They were never able to find another one until the last couple of months. Some people in uh, Bolivia were able to uh, come across five more of these wow. little frogs. One of whom is a girl. So they have named her Juliet, of course. Right now, those frogs are being kept in quarantine at a museum, but they are soon going to be introducing Romeo to Juliet to see if they can get the species going. That is riveting. How great is that if you're Romeo and you've been the only frog in the world for 10 years and now all of a sudden you got a little lady love? How bad is it if you're Juliet and you've got four four guys after you? <laughs> well, I'm wondering about this. See, I don't know if they've done uh, the, done the DNA, but I'm wondering if those are her kids. Because it doesn't seem like there's any other male around, you know what I mean? Except well, for her. Yeah, but you kiss a lot of frogs. <laughs> you guys, you guys there? F- file. Okay. Yeah. Back to you, Beep. Beep. <laughs> Just going to keep waiting that one out. And uh, finally... You need to let the room this... clear before you move on? Yeah, exactly. I guess this counts as an animal story. It involves Bigfoot. I think you'll enjoy it. A man fired several shots at another man out target shooting in Montana after he mistook the man for Bigfoot. Yes, Bigfoot. I mean, that's reasonable, right? You think sure. you see a Bigfoot? Sure. sure. Yeah. Open fire. Sure. The Idaho statesman says that the 27-year-old was putting up targets when he was fired at. Several bullets sped by him, and he took cover behind some nearby trees until he was able to confront the shooter, who was in a Ford F-150 pickup truck. According to Lewis and Clark County Sheriff Leo Dutton, the victim alleges the man said, I thought you were Bigfoot. At- is that a legitimate? <laughs> Holy I mean, crap. If you're, if you're being shot at it, you're like, hey, what the F, dude? He says, <laughs> I, I, thought I thought you, you were, were Bigfoot. <laughs> I thought you were Bigfoot. Oh, okay, all good. <laughs> don't you just laugh at that point and let it I go? I mean, you would have to. <laughs> Adding, I don't target practice, but if I see something that looks like Bigfoot, I just shoot at it. I mean, is oh, that? Oh my God. How many times does this happen to this guy? Four is times that worth? 
that words to live by or what? Police checked the area but couldn't find the truck, and the victim apparently couldn't give a description of the man, casting some doubt to his story. Mm. Although a woman came forward later, claiming she had a similar experience with a man in the same truck. And while police say that the public aren't in any danger, Dutton did say, it is of great concern that this individual might think it's okay to shoot at anything he thinks is Bigfoot. Well, I mean, you just gotta you gotta be take precautions. You know what I mean? It would be a shame if a guy finally found Bigfoot. By the way, and the first thing he did was kill him. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, think many people be are looking for Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, a lot of crazy animals in the news as always. This has been Animal Stories. Animal Stories in the news. Animal Stories to cure your blues. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. From the uh, 323, so you guys put, uh, you have to kiss a lot of frogs from Allie in the file, but you let ribbiting pass? Didn't hear it. Yeah. Yeah. She said ribbiting. That's what she said. We were talking about that frog in the animal stories. Stealth. I'm like a ninja. Double file, File ninja. Double file. Last night at the forum was an unbelievable event. And by unbelievable, I mean you just can't, uh, you couldn't imagine that so many people would show up for this event. But then you go, hey, Chris Cornell was one of the most popular figures in rock history. Everybody who knew Chris Cornell loved Chris Cornell. Yeah, true. And that's why so many great musicians from, you know, Foo Fighters and Metallica and all the ones we've been talking about all day uh, showed up to pay tribute to him with a, a five-hour, 42-song tribute concert at the Forum that was called I Am the Highway. We're taking your calls if you were there last night at 1-800-520-1067. We want to hear all about it. What were your favorite parts? Our little friend Chip was there last night. I was. and before... Until what time, Chip? Uh, I left there at 1230. <laughs> yes. I went to bed at 145. I had, like... An hour and a half of sleep. Yes! I am awesome. shark as a tap. <laughs> <laughs> so, immediate highlights. I know it's tough to pick one, but if you had to, what would be your favorite moment of the night? Oh, it was even before I got in. What? Oh. Before you got into the forum? I was in line at Will Call with my friend. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I had I texted uh, Allie right away when I uh, ran into this person. Okay. Uh, in a bucket hat, pulled all the way down, Fred Durst. <laughs> Yes. Uh, in line in front of me. I'm sorry? It made my whole night. It was not the focus of the show at all. That's all I cared about. Wow. Fred Durst, Fred everybody. Durst. That's exciting. Yeah. That's real quick. My contract states that whenever Fred Durst is mentioned on the show, mm-hmm. I have to come in real quick. So I see. I'm going to go back to my, my desk. I just want to let you know. Okay. okay. All right, good. Thanks, Jensen. Um, he was not, he was not uh, part of the, uh, the performers. Sadly, no, but right? I waited. <laughs> you waiting for the whole night. Fred just got to come out and do something. <laughs> so there were chunks where they had Soundgarden would come out and do some Soundgarden songs with guest vocalists, right? Correct. Same yeah. thing with Audio Slave. Same thing with Temple of the Dog. That must have been amazing. Yeah, it was cool. It was so cool, and the, the fact that it was like uh, five hours long, and so many artists just speaks to the testament of how much people loved Chris Cornell. Just yeah. not just his his talent, his songwriting, but as a person. And that's why it was like five hours because, like, I don't think they said no to anybody. Like, I think they added, they added Alice and Chain members of Alice and Chains like two days ago. Is that right? Wow. Yeah. Um, but I think my favorite chunk was the Audio Slave chunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, Perry Farrell came out first with them and did Cochise, and then um, Tim from Rise Against and Sam from uh, X Ambassadors came out and they did wow. uh, Set It Off, and that was wow. awesome. Wow, that sounds great. Um, Those voices later, and then Foo, Foo Fighters did a chunk before, but then Dave Grohl came back with Robert Trujillo from Ma- uh, Metallica, mm-hmm. and they did um, Show Me How to Live. That like just the, the show was and then unreal. The best part too was the the left the left field artists. Mm-hmm. Miley Cyrus was amazing. 
Wow. Which you wouldn't have expected. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would have expected that. You she would has have, a yes, killer but, voice. Yeah, like it was like she came out and like, okay, you know, Miley, whatever. But yeah, she she was she was great. Miguel, the R and B singer, was phenomenal. Uh, wow. So that part was cool because there was you know like Foo Fighters and uh, those people he you would expect, you expect. to be great. Yeah. yeah. But I liked I liked my favorite part was those left field artists who let's who take yeah, sure. let's take one call. Uh, Phil in Costa Mesa. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Hi there. So, hey you, Phil, you were there I last did, night. A like, hundred bands a year, and last night was the most incredible night ever. Really? I could not believe it. Wow. Uh, what was so What was so special about it? Was was I imagine a lot of it just had to do with the emotion of the of the uh, feeling kind of like awake. Yeah, absolutely. Um, everybody was reaching out, and it was you know a long show, but. It was like new people coming out constantly, every song. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Chip just mentioned my absolute highlights were um, Dave Grohl out in front of Audio Slave, my two ultimate man crushes, Dave yeah. Grohl and Tom Morello, <laughs> and just rocked it. And just like it looked like all these artists were having just so much fun just celebrating yeah. Chris. Like they, they were just, it was like a big old blast. You don't see this kind of thing almost ever. No. Where you get all these different I, band members together and they go out and play other, other band songs. It's, that's really Another fun. awesome moment was uh, Jack Black was there and they would, he was trying to get a mic to Kyle. And then James Hetfield from Metallica comes out <laughs> and basically they start, you know, playing together. Yeah. So Jack Black, like it was a, uh, Kevin and Bob Saget situation where they were, you know, he was supposed to bring out Metallica, but they kept telling this motion, go longer, Just go on. So, like, Jack started singing, like, hooks from, like, sound. He's like, what else do you guys want to hear? You want me to sing another song? Oh, man. And then he kept looking back going, do I, do I stole some more? And then he's like, where, where's, where's Kyle? And ended up, Kyle was in the row right in front of me. Like at the back of the forum, like um, yeah, he was like oh, he had to stall for like I felt so bad for him. He's like, it was, how long like, was he stalling? I would say maybe two and a half minutes. Wow. Oof. Which yeah, it was, I mean, who better though? Yeah, yeah other than he could have just stood there. People would have loved it. Like, but, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Phil, thank you for the call. We appreciate it, sir. Steve uh, texts in from the seven one four. I can't call. I was there. The major highlight was a guy I'd never heard of named Marcus Durant. Now we talked about him off air, Chef. Marcus Durant is whom now? He's now the uh, lead singer of MC Five. Because that ah, thing got back okay. together. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Durant came out with Soundgarden near the end. He's a six foot seven doughy guy with frizzy hair, looking out of place. Then he started singing, and it was incredible. So uh, Ryan Adams was also on the bill last night. How was Ryan? He did an, a, kind of an acoustic version of "Fell on Black Days." Yeah, he was great. Uh, Brandy Carlisle was also great. She killed. Um, what was that? Uh, this was uh, like like a stone, and she also at the end of it, like the very last performance was uh, "Fell on Black Day." Or sorry, was it? Black Hole Sun. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was Peter Frampton came out with her and she killed that Holy song. Holy yes. Wow. Good this Lord. is crazy. Like we're playing Mad Libs. It was insane. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so you think they filmed the thing? I, I mean, I saw the, the filming notices, like, you know, just heads up, you're coming in here. It's being filmed. And we were so, filming it, yeah. Yeah, so right. I don't know where it's going to be, but hopefully. Let's take, uh, let's take a Miley call, Kevin, because you know I have to. Anaheim, Larry, line three, up next here on the Kevin Bean Show. Hey, Larry. Hi. Hi there. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it was amazing. One of the best shows I've ever been to in my whole life in the top ten, for real. That's so, great. Amazing. That's awesome. Uh, highlights for you, please. Sing along. It was a sing-along most of the night. My, I'm actually, my voice is rasped. I'm singing. Everybody around me was just, it was amazing. The people behind me flew in from Oklahoma. Wow. Crazy. All the people around me. Yeah, it was like all the people around me were from everywhere else but L.A. Who stood out cool to you the most on stage? 
Uh, the surprise was Miley Cyrus by far, but uh, I'm actually a big Blue Fires and Metallica fan. So when Dave got up there with uh, the Audio Slave Boys and, and Robert Trujillo from Metallica, that was my favorite moment of the whole whole night. Nothing yep. topped that. Good stuff. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. Um, I think we're out of time for now. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Uh, we'll keep you posted. I'm sure if uh, Ali will let us know if uh, if we find any more information about who is filming it and why and where it'll be. But uh, good times last night. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Time for What's Happening on a Thursday. I think when we all saw the headline, To Catch a Predator host Chris Hansen Arrested, we all went... Oh, no. Have a seat. Have a seat. (laughs) Do you want some lemonade? Sweet tea. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, It wasn't anything uh, like what he would, you know, show on his show to catch a predator. Right. Thank God. Uh, Let's make that clear that we're all delighted it wasn't a pedophile thing. Yes. He was arrested Monday after writing $13,000 worth of bad checks. Apparently, in the summer of 2017, he spent about $13,000 on promotional items, hats, shirts, mugs um, from a local company, and paid them with a check that bounced. And the owner and Hansen went back and forth for a period of time, and he eventually gave him another check. That one bounced as well. Wow. So, no one for me? Mm-hmm. Police Is ish- that a Yes. That's a yes that it, it didn't go through. Uh, I'll just be your secret lover. Police <laughs> issued a warrant for Hanson's arrest um, after he then refused to speak with them. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like he should know how laws work. You would yes. think he you know? would. Very, I like to make love. Okay, very Would you odd. get naked? Sorry, we have these all day. Okay. All right, do you want to just get them out I of your system? I want to wrestle you okay. so freaking bad. Yeah, that's just a text he sent. It will be nice. I think you will love it. (laughs) I'll make it feel really good for you, hon. Oh, God. Well, if you're going to have sex, it might as well be with me. All right. Keep in mind that these were uh, pedophiles sending those to... I could probably teach you a few things. Kids. Did you bring condoms with you? Real gross. Real gross. I just hope this isn't all too good to be true, (laughs) hee (laughs) hee. (laughs) Laugh out loud. (laughs) Are you thinking you might want to have sex with me? I cannot believe that I'm actually thinking about blanking your blank. (laughs) I mean, how many do you have? So would you like to watch it? Oh, you're dueling. Go ahead. It's my turn. Go ahead, sorry. Most girls can't handle it. So would you like to watch a movie with me with your hand down my pants? That's a smooth move, by the way. The 22-year-old virgin is in the house. (laughs) I can't control my horny level. I will go till you tell me to stop. You like doggy? All right. Okay, I think that's when we end on. How did that not get a blank? Come on. All right, back to you. So he wrote some bad checks. So what part of the, the Bible... Tells you to say all this kind of stuff here in the chat. I'd love to suck, play, and suck. 
play with like and I lick said, nipples and licking and you? What, where is that in the Bible? Explain that to me. There's a human part. Is that the Old Testament or the New Testament? Neither. What a dick, by the way. Yeah, oh, but oh, what a dick trying to get a, a pedophile to explain where in the Bible he got this info. This is a I'm tough side to take. Build again. good. Oh, God. Oh. Keep going. <laughs> Go ahead, Allie. I'm just going to start, and one of you is going to play another thing. We wouldn't do that. I don't know why you would suspect that. Right. All right. They're probably out of them. Yeah. All right, moving on. I'll Ju- be the okay. best sex you will ever have. <laughs> The joy in Bean's laugh and Kevin wheezing with tears coming down his face is insane. To I want me. to meet you and fool around. <laughs> I think I actually am. Helping. I'm not. I'll just be your secret lover. Uh, we played that. We did. Okay. Oh. All right. Oh, I don't do guys, but if you want to, you can do me. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. We're done. No, you're not. <laughs> go ahead. We're done. I don't so believe done. you. All right. You guys watch Do you home- shave down right. there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. We're out for real now. That was my last one. <laughs> I don't That was my last one. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Bean, you watch You know, the- if you had me naked, I'd want more, right? <laughs> I love to a young man. Deep and him. <laughs> this is just a story okay. about a guy bouncing a check. That's all this is. Well, if I show up and you're already naked waiting for me on your bed, then it might be hard to be just a friend. <laughs> Allie, why won't you do what's happening? Just do the story, Allie. <laughs> I think I would like to shower with you. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. You continue now. Bean does never laugh. That's true. Bean's the guy that says that's funny but doesn't laugh. All right. Got that out of our system now. All right. All right. Moving on. I am Chris Hansen with Dateline NBC. (laughs) Okay, this time I mean it, though. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, go ahead. You watch. What are you God. looking for? I could be your grandpa. <laughs> Do you have so many of these? <laughs> How are there so many? <laughs> I think we're actually out. I think we're actually out. Okay. Oh. Oh. All right, go ahead. Bean, you watch Homecoming. I'm horny for you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we can't wait all day for the next story. Uh. <laughs> You're right. You know what? Um, and that's that's what's happening. Is that a yes? <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. J Rock. Let's talk about ordering things in bulk because I thought everyone was like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's not the case. No. Ever. Uh, <laughs> hundred and fifty pairs of socks at one time. I mean, uh, look. In my defense, I love the socks. You do, yeah. <laughs> well, clearly, clearly you're a fan or you wouldn't be ordering them, but how did you pick that particular number? Did you sit down and do the math on how long you're likely to live? 
Um, no, not really. I just didn't ever want to buy socks again. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yesterday or the day before, I can't remember, I got five pair of the exact same shorts I'm wearing because I like them. Okay. So I got five pair of them. <laughs> All right. People do that, right? Uh, you get used to something. You want to make sure you have Thank it forever. Thank you, Allie. Absolutely. Can you explain the rotation? The rotation of... Like, why not just wash it and then wear You know what I mean? Like, why are you, why are you getting five of them? Do you rotate through the cleans? Well, of course. I assume they're different colors. No, oh, no, they're all oh, exactly the same. God. Yeah, you guys are missing the real <laughs> insane American psycho aspect to this. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know why you're all giving them the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I, I was. Hey, because you're, she, Allie's nice and you're not. Maybe 150 that's... of the same sock pairs was uh-huh. what got me. Correct. Yeah. But that's the thing that confuses me as well, because even if you only do laundry every three weeks, that's still only 21 pairs of socks. I feel like you could wash them all and have 21 pairs of socks ready to go I, of for course, the next day. Of course I do that. And then when they get worn, then I pull out some more. Who's the winner? Me. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yep. I'm, I'm I, changed. Yep. I'll give you another example. I got uh, 10 of those little uh, Apple iPod here, uh, headphones. What? L- little earbuds. Wait, I bought uh, ten of them. The Wait, hold on. Stop, ones? stop. You mean the pods? The ones that... No, 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 no. Oh, I was like, because you're the, the old, richest guy ever. No, no, no. The yeah. old school, just the Apple. Just the one that connects. Yeah, just that one. Earbuds. Yeah. H- how many phone chargers do you have? Uh, probably f- only like five. <laughs> but no, but let me finish with my earbuds. So yeah, yesterday, ten pair at a time. So yesterday, I couldn't find my earbuds, so I went into the office. I was like, "Who did I give?" The-? And it was Dave, and he had. All kinds of earbuds. And he just handed me a pair. And I was like, Hi, who's who's the winner now? Boom. <laughs> a lot of winning. What? <laughs> Unbelievable. So I'm tired of winning. <laughs> That's what I hear. <sighs> I can't be the only one. You're I mean, one of the there, only ones. There's nothing um, more frustrating than, like, like those earbuds. You They either wear out, you, mm-hmm. you lose them, whatever. It's super mm-hmm. frustrating then to not have any. But so I always have some. Do you think knowing that you have 10 makes it? Like more likely, maybe I abuse them a little more. Yeah. Maybe I don't. You're like, know. who cares? I have ten. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> We're going to take your calls, by the way, to find out what things you order in bulk. That's the topic here. I don't think we've ever done this before. One eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. I bet there are people like Kevin who just like to stock up. I bet there are people who have gone out and bought something in bulk because it was being discontinued. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll bet I there's bet, a lot of those people. I bet that has happened. Uh, I I uh, I bet there are people who are in relationships where it drives somebody crazy <laughs> that the well, other person I is mean, bringing home so many copies of things. <clears throat> My yep. wife uh, is similar, <laughs> but will only buy backups. So, like, we'll go to Costco or whatever, and she'll buy two of everything, which isn't nuts. But then when we get, how 50... do you get out of Costco with only two of things? Because we're normal Costco's humans. built to to be how ordered many, in bulk. How many would you buy of a thing if it's individually wrapped? Because of what it is. Um, let's get into like a let's get into food in general. Are you buying multiple food that won't like spoil, like soup cans that you like a soup? I mean, I have a lot of soup. How, what's, a, <laughs> what's, what what's a lot of soup? If that's what you're saying. Uh, probably tw- twenty cans. Kevin, you're such a disease. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a doomsday prepper, I'm not a doomsday prepper, and I'm not a hoarder. I might be a hoarder. I'm not positive. Tell that to the gun line. (laughs) Yeah, right, exactly. Now, now, having said that, and hearing you guys' response, it's possible I overdid it on the socks. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm not necessarily standing by that, but I did buy them. Okay. And I have socks for life, so Mm -hmm. who wins? Yeah, you do. We're going to bury you with whatever socks you haven't opened yet, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) Allie, how about you? You buy anything in bulk? 
Uh, I I buy Crystal Light in bulk. Crystal Light. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's weird, but well, yeah, you've seen my I've Amazon. I've seen her Amazon. Yeah. We oh, did I buy I yeah. buy Splenda in a box of a thousand. Well, yeah. Splenda, you kind of that's those things you are do small use enough, it and you use yeah. it up. Yeah, right. that makes yeah. sense. Right. Um, here's the only other thing I think I buy in bulk. And again, taking your calls, 1-800-520-1067. Please text, same number if you can't call. Um, is I love me some Cajun peanuts from Hampton Farms. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's just cheaper. It's just cheaper that way. So I buy them by the 25-pound box. Wow. I mean, that's bulk. Because that's my go-to snack. That's just a snack right. I like having around the house. You know what I mean? It's those red-hot peanuts. And, uh, I mean, my, <laughs> the box arrives, and I said red hot peanuts, not nuts. No, I don't and know what you said. My wife, said, my wife sees this, Who? this box. Who? My wife <laughs> sees this box of 25 pounds of peanuts, and she's like, you're not going to live long enough to eat that many peanuts. But sure enough, you know, a couple months down the road, they're gone. Yeah. And I order me another one. So that's, that's, that's my bulk item. But it's, okay. that's different. It's a food. I mean, it's sort of different. Not really, though. No, but it's also one thing. We've now figured out you're doing this with most aspects of your life. I do a lot of that. I don't like running. I don't like being frustrated. So when I run out of something, if I don't have it, it really frustrates me. Even if it's 30 years later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I can only assume uh, that one day I'm going to be really happy to have those socks. Let's go to Woodland Hills. Let's say hello to our friend Ray on line one up first here on the Kevin and Bean Show on Carrick. Hey, Ray, thanks for calling. And we're talking buying in bulk. Are you a Kevin? Are you one of my people? Absolutely. Yes. It's the, right way, it's, it's the right way to do it. I buy my socks 30 at a time. I buy my underwear 20 at a time and pants. The reason is because I like dressing a certain way. I don't want to have to think about it every morning. Same. And and your clothes last longer. If you think about it, if you have 30 underwear, you end up getting them washed like once a month at that point. And they last oh. a few years. How about oh, that, I Bean? S- I, I see. How do you like saying. us now? Yeah. I mean... If it works for you, I'm happy for you. Sure, go for it. Now, how come you didn't say that to me? We like Ray better. I'm, honestly, I'm scared Ray's going to come murder us. I, I, to you, at least, I can watch you and keep an eye on you. Any of these people buying 30 of anything. You think they're crazy? Yes, no, these people. Be ridiculous. Where do you have the room? Let's take Renee real quick. He's on line four, Studio City, and then we got to take a break. We're taking your calls at 1-800-520-1067. Renee, what's the bulk item you're buying? Yo, what's happening? Uh... Chapsticks. <laughs> what? Oh, chapstick. Chapstick. Uh, how many? Yeah, for how my m- wife. 150 at a time. I actually got to buy more again. What, 150? Is she eating them? Not, no. Well, you think about it. She has one in her purse. She has one in her car. She has one in the diaper bag, one in my truck. They melt. They get washed in the washer. They get dried up in the dryer. Those... They disappear. You know, there's a reason for it. Yeah, those do wear out pretty quickly, whether you're using it or not, actually. Because yeah, they can melt they the sun. Listen to these side. two psychopaths. Don't them. <laughs> I don't know, Renee. Renee I, I would check into it. I think Bean might be onto something. She's, She's eating, it? eating them. What the hell is Bean? Whatever feeds her, I guess. Fifty <laughs> though. <laughs> well, there's a certain band. Uh, there's a certain brand too. They don't just sell them in the store down here. Also, so the natural ice, and she's very particular about her chapstick. Okay. I'm happy to have Renee on my side. Okay. All right. I'm happy to let yes, you have you do. him. <laughs> Thank you for the call. We'll take your calls next on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. One phone call. I'm buying things in bulk. Allison is on the line now from Huntington Beach. Hi, Allison. Hi, guys. What are you buying so, in bulk? 
Why do I you bought- say it like that, Bean? You don't have to be so judgmental. Allison, what are you buying in bulk? There you go. Thank you. I bought rubber chickens in bulk. What? <laughs> wait, 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 what? what? Rubber chickens. Be- How uh, many be- do you need? I bought like two dozen. <laughs> Why, Allison? Why do you so- need one? <laughs> so I went to a music festival mm-hmm. and I decided to buy a rubber chicken. And it squawks when you squeeze it. Mm-hmm. So... I was squawking it along to the music, and I had so much fun with it, and I loved it, but my friend hated it, so he threw it away. And so I went to another music festival, and I just decided to buy two dozen. It was on Amazon. (laughs) Now, did you buy them before or after you dropped the ecstasy? (laughs) (laughs) Before. (laughs) Before, okay. All right. That makes sense. The funniest thing, though, I had, like, I shoved a bunch into my backpack, and I went to the airport. And my bag got pulled by TSA, and he opened the backpack, and he looked at me, and he was like, seriously? (laughs) (laughs) He cut cut one open to check for cocaine? Like like carrot top. (laughs) (laughs) He checked my bag, and it was just like, "Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) All right, Alice. Alice is on my side. Yes, she is. You can take her. I'm not positive that I... You keep doing what you're doing. The Kevin and Bean Show. Chrissy from Pomona, 909. Uh, Dear Kevin and Bean, I am obsessed with Ziploc baggies of all sizes. Why do I need to buy them in bulk? I do not know. Apocalyptic snacks, maybe? (laughs) She can't stop buying them in bulk. What what do you have, Jensen, for our friend Kevin here in the mac and cheese department? Oh, Costco sold out of a mac and cheese that is absolutely insane. You have basically 27 pounds. It's 90, 27 pounds. It comes in a tub, like the same way that like you would pick up like uh, maybe acid for your driveway or something. (laughs) Oh my god! Or wood chips. Yeah. Uh, It's $90. It lasts 20 years. So these are for preppers, basically. All right. That's what it sounds like. I was not aware of that. People Magazine broke the story, sold out within an hour. Kevin, that sounds like you missed out on that I one. I did you miss would, out on that You would have bought that. Mac Absolutely. is your favorite. <laughs> All right. What do you buy in bulk? 1-800-520-1067. Mike and Whitter, you hang on. We will get to you. I'm dying to talk to you. Let's go to Yvonne first. Van Eyes up first. Line one. Hey, Yvonne. Hey. <laughs> so, <laughs> Even just the sadness of the It sounds just like so much shame. We're getting into a dark place. You're Let's all go. right, Yvonne. Hello. Okay. All right. Hi. All right. Uh, what's your what's your bulk buying story? Uh, my mom bought a thousand rolls of toilet paper. Well, that explains the beginning of the call. <laughs> wow. We are getting into a dark place. <laughs> of toilet paper. Uh, yeah, how insane. long yeah. is that? How long is that estimated to last in your family? Two weeks in her family. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Only my mom and dad. It was only my mom and dad, so they still have some left. It, it was like a couple years ago. And they they tried to give it away. And we had to build a room. My dad had to build a little shed for the toilet paper because we didn't have no room to put it. Only two people. This was just for your yeah. mom and dad. A thousand Why did they buy so much? Was was it a special or something? Yeah. You, you get it for yeah, 50 cents each if you buy a thousand? He got like a couple cents a roll. I don't know. She bought them all. And my dad's like, what are you, crazy lady? Yes. We had to build a room to put the toilet paper. Yeah. Had to build a room? No, she said you would have to. Oh. Uh, or did you guys also buy the tub of mac and cheese? Because that would explain the duality <laughs> oh, yeah. of the purchases. Makes sense. No, they don't like mac and cheese. Okay. Fair <laughs> okay. All right, Yvonne. Thank you for uh, listening, I guess. I would not have pegged Yvonne as one of ours, by the way. Well, you got right. it. 
Let's go to, uh, well, let's go to Mike. He's in Whittier. He's on line six. This is, uh, you know, you were mocking one of Kevin's purchases as, as, as him being uh, the richest guy you know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the same thing about Mike here. Is what kind of money does he have to work with? Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. Far from it, actually. No, but uh, I think all of us probably have a favorite pair of shoes or even a garment of clothing that we regret when it's finally worn out. Right. And we have sure, to get new ones, sure. and they don't have that anymore. So I, I kept having that regret over and over. So when I find a really good basketball shoe in particular, I learn to not have that regret by just going out and buying all of them I can find. And then uh, I just got done using the last pair of six or seven pairs of the same shoe. How hard have do about you ball? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that yeah. you, Charles Barkley? <laughs> hey, Mike, what, what shoe yeah. is it? As a, as a sneakerhead myself, uh, what shoe is this? Actually, it was just a little Nike cross trainer. It was just super lightweight. But yeah. right now, I've moved to the uh, LeBron 15, Great and shoe. I've been wearing them for a couple months. They're amazing, so I'm definitely going to be getting more of those as well. Well, I do have uh, over 100 pairs of shoes, but they're not all the same, which I think is... No, that's is, more you know, of a collection the than clear what we're doing. Is, yeah, as right, to why exactly. I shouldn't be on a, a <laughs> LAPD list. <laughs> uh, Lydia, line five, up next, North Hollywood on the Kevin Bean Show, talking buying in bulk. Kevin, I thought you were Mr. Costco, but you got a lot of competition listening here this morning. <laughs> Lydia, welcome to the show. Hey, you guys. Hi there. Uh, so I, I, uh, I buy, so I go to downtown L.A., and I buy at the wholesale, you know, they have wholesales and stuff. I buy uh, pipes, like smoking pipes, mm-hmm. weed pipes. Um, I buy them like 25, 30 at a time because I'm always breaking them. And I have like two different cars. And I'm always on the go. And so I just like like to have chill them like everywhere. You know what I mean? Sure. And then also, yeah, I also buy them for presents for like Christmas time. You know, like every other year, my friends get brand new pipes. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I I feel like weed isn't going in them. No. Yes, no, that, that definitely was not. I was going to say, I was going to say, I also buy weed in bulk because obviously they go hand in hand, okay. and it's just okay. cheaper the more you buy. You know, right. <laughs> cheaper it is. Yeah, right. No. But what we're suggesting is that you don't sound as mellow as one might as a woman with twenty-five weed pipes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on my way to to work right now, so you know. Okay, I, sure. I, 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 I work, work at a meth lab. <laughs> On a side note, completely unrelated, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Thank you for calling. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Games matter more than ever before. Why not make a little cash on them, too? Let's talk to R.J. Bell. Hit it, Steve. Because he's R.J. Bell. R.J. Bell. Yes, he's R.J. And then there were four AFC and NFC Championship games happening this week. And our friend R.J. Bell is on the line, the founder of Pregame.com, the exclusive odds provider for the Associated Press. R.J., good morning, sir. How are you? Yeah, four teams left. The number one, two, three, and four offensive scoring teams in the NFL. So and if you've never had that before in the four teams left, right? No, and, and I'll be honest with you. The old adage used to be defense wins championships. And boy, oh boy, that has changed. So for all the parents out there, if you're wondering, should my kid be a middle linebacker (laughs) or running back? Probably a running back. All right. Which of the two do you want to start with first, RJ? Well, listen, this is L.A., baby. So Saints hosting the Rams. And that happened already, you may remember. And it's a bad memory for the Rams fans. Uh, Saints dominated. Right now, the Saints are favored by three points. And as we've said 
many, many years now, home field advantage in the NFL is three. So the Vegas market is saying these are even teams. Only difference is Saints at their home. So they're favored by three. Do you think it favors the Rams at all that they've played them before this season? I tell you, if the coaches were disparate in talent. So last week, for example, you had the boy genius, as we call him, Sean McVay, great coach, against the clapper in Dallas, as we call Gary. All he does is clap on the sidelines. (laughs) He's not considered a good coach by Vegas. And I think in situations like that, a second time, the better coach is going to learn more from the opponent than the bad coach is going to learn. But in this case, I consider Sean Payton to be a slightly better coach, amazingly, than McVay. And thus, I think, if anything, these are two elite coaches. They're going to be like chess players. They're going to look at what they did in game one, and they're going to do something slightly different based upon the assumption of what the other coach is going to think based on game one. So, so it's kind of, yeah, it's going to be very tricky. So how do you pick if it's even in Vegas? If Vegas says these two teams are identical. Hotter you, coach. You have, well, the hotter coach, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just count how the, the abs, how many of the muscles, you know. <laughs> so, and McVay, or, it's more than zero. And, and with Sean Payton, it's zero. So, but, but what I'd say is this. What are the situational factors? And to me, I believe it advantage Saints. And that's going to be our pick. And remember, guys, we don't bet a ton, if anything, on these two games this week just because we think the line's about right. I think the Saints maybe should be three and a half. They're three. So, yeah, that's a little bit of an edge, but it's not enough to get all excited about. But listen, these are the two games. A lot of people want to bet a little bit on it. This won't be big bets for us. But the reason I like the Saints, golf is a good quarterback at home. He's a below-average quarterback on the road. That's just what the numbers say. And the Saints are one of the three or four best home fields in the NFL. And Drew Brees is unbelievable at home. It's a dome. It's a, The home field advantage is even more because it's an unusual experience. And if you look at the Rams last week, they actually were smart enough to figure out Dallas's signals, what they were doing on the D-line. So a lot of that running was this artificial kind of trickiness. And let's give them credit for it. But I think the Rams look better than they really are because they outcoach Dallas so much. He does not want us to go to Atlanta. Right. That's, That's what I'm sense. hearing. That's what it, I'm hearing, yeah. To me, to me, it's an emotional hedge. I either win my little bet on it or I get to see you guys and, and I'll be a candidate. It's equal. <laughs> All right. Uh, let it. me ask you this one. <laughs> One last question about the Saints-Rams uh, game, and it will lead us nicely into the Patriots-Chiefs game, and that is, how much stock do you put into the team that has the Super Bowl experience in its past? I think if the quarterback hadn't made a start, like we had a stat, and Mahomes actually beat this stat, that before that Mahomes' first quarterback start, it's quarterbacks who have their first playoff start were 2-17 and 17 against the spread. Because that first time, it's like, and you guys all know it, right? First time you, uh, you know, were in the L.A. drive time. We all have had those moments. Like, this is a step forward, and there's a little bit of nerves. And most quarterbacks struggle with that. But the Rams were in the playoffs last year. And now this is going to be golf's third playoff game. Okay. So I think it's like, obviously Drew Brees has more experience. I just think it means less because we're now moving towards the third game for the Rams. All right, now let's go to Kansas City, where game time temperature is supposed to be 5 plus snow plus wind. 
Uh, I would imagine New England has a lot more experience playing in that kind of weather than Kansas City does. What do you think about that for the AFC Championship? Tom Brady is considered objectively the best bad weather quarterback ever. If you look at the numbers, he plays better in bad weather. What a weird stat that is. Yeah, I mean, he is just a mentally tough Well, dude. he certainly has the biggest coats in the history of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> and the muffler with the fur. Right? But here's the thing, guys. Check your weather forecast because as of two days ago, it was supposed to be five degrees. Yesterday, the reports was it was supposed to be 20 I haven't oh. even heard a report today. So maybe it's going to be 71, they're saying now, RJ. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, then that changes everything. <laughs> so to me, if it is below 10 degrees, it is very, very meaningful because offenses struggle. But above 10, even in the teens, historically, offenses don't struggle as much as you might think. But here's an amazing stat. Mahomes, young, we call him football sexy. A lot of the kids love him. And a very exciting quarterback for Kansas City, no doubt about it. He's played 18 games in his career. His four worst games by stats were his four coldest games. So history tells us this is a guy who went to Texas Tech. He doesn't have a ton of experience in cold, and he has relatively struggled in the cold. All right. What's your pick then, RJ? I still go with Kansas City. And again, it's not a big one. And and here's why. You just spent a half an hour talking about why they weren't going to win. Well, you guys didn't ask the right questions. I'm not going to judge. But no, there is one last factor. (laughs) Yes. Is the Patriots have the biggest dichotomy between home and road, meaning they were undefeated at home. And they were below 500 on the road. Usually a team as good as one that makes the Final Four is not that bad of a road team. Historically, the Patriots have been an excellent road team. This year, you might remember, they got dominated against the Lions. They got dominated against the Titans. Think about some of those losses the Pats had on the road. So to me, home field means everything here, just like it did in the Rams game. So Kansas City is going to be a, a, a pick, but not a big pick. Okay. All right, so you're going Saints-Chiefs. That's what RJ says for the weekend. You can find out uh, about the college games and so much more with the RJ's uh, Dream Preview podcast available on iTunes, pregame.com. I'm sorry, I'm having some trouble with this, RJ. (laughs) Pregame.com is where you want to go for all the information in one handy location. And don't forget the Straight Out of Vegas uh, radio show with RJ Bell, weekdays 3 to 4 on Fox Sports Radio. So we'll miss next week. And if the Rams win, we'll see you in person in Atlanta, Super Bowl week. We're hoping we got our fingers crossed that'll all come together. If not, we'll talk to you here on the radio. Sound good? Absolutely. Breakfast on me in Atlanta, baby. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Kevin Laurel and Hardy or Abbott and Costello? Um, what are you saying? Which one? Which one for you? Which one is your favorite of those two? I don't. Uh, I've never watched either. Really? Oh, you're going to love the Laurel and Hardy movie that Jensen was just talking about. I wasn't the least bit interested until Jensen said how good it was. Great movie. Okay. And then I was like, okay, the maybe the trailer's I should, just phenomenal. Maybe I should watch that. Yeah. Uh, all right, Laurel and Hardy, Abbott and Costello, or the Three Stooges. Uh, Don't watch Three Stooges. What did you watch? Wait, did you were into anything funny? <laughs> Wait, you just watch all dramas and <laughs> no, I didn't. For the for the most part, when I was younger, I didn't watch TV at all. Huh. I didn't watch anything. I don't think I'd be able to tell you who was who if you put all those shows. Like, 
I was going to say Manny, Mo, and Jack. That's not them. Um, <laughs> Mo, Curly, and Larry. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd recognize them, but I don't think Laurel and Hardy. I know one guy was uh, long and thin. The other guy was like short and stout. Yes. Stan Laurel was the thin right. one, and Oliver Hardy was the big one. Yeah. yeah. And who was the other pairing? Abin Abin Costello. Costello. Similar vibe. You. Similar vibe. Couldn't yeah, tell similar. You. Bud and Lou, right? Yeah. Wow, those are they're Bud damn. and Lou. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Lou <laughs> Bud Abbott. This is the golden age of American comedy duos, you guys. Was it? Did you guys ever watch like Buster Keaton or no? Charlie, Charlie Chaplin, Chaplin, Kevin? Nope. One of the greatest filmmakers of all time oh, ever. He, he's the one with like being, the little Hitler stash, right? Being stoked on a comedy show, man. <laughs> Charlie Chaplin, Kevin. No Charlie Chaplin in your life. Have he you had the met cane. me? He had the cane, and he'd swing the cane. I know who they are. Right? Little, little Tramp, yeah. Okay, Little yeah. Tramp. But, That's what he you, went by. Really? But you've never seen any of his movies. Why was he, no? Why did he go by Little why is Tramp? That such a big different can you guys move on? Different meaning. No. Dave, I'm sticking with Dave this. So this angry. Is, I don't know, but I'm with Dave. Dave, this is the comedy. This is a definition of comedy in a comedy show. We're just trying to figure out where we all stand. Right. Uh, is it because it's black and white, Kevin? Is that what it is? Uh, it's very possible. I don't watch old stuff. It's very possible that's it. But you know, stuff isn't bad yes, just because it's old, and you know, stuff isn't good just because it's in color. Yes, and I new, do. Right? It's too yes. funny. Too funny for it's him. It's too funny. Right? That's my problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was just—I just got to thinking about that kind of comedy because of what Jensen was just telling us about the Laurel and Hardy movie, and that's what made me start thinking about some of these other entertainers. That I—I I mean, it'd be sad if if people just forget about them. You know? Sure. How about the Marx Brothers? Nope. Jesus Christ! It was so they good. They invented the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Right? All right. <laughs> Ali is here. She's time to bring it back to 2019. It's time for What's Happening on K-Rock. Well, this is pretty 2019. However, they've been doing this for years, and I didn't know about it. Granted, we don't have White Castle here. But are you aware that White Castle for Valentine's Day does an annual Valentine's Day sit-down dinner? A reservation that guarantees you hostess seating, tableside service, festive decorations? I love this so much. They had more than 30,000 people experience that joy on Valentine's Day 2018. So they're, of course, doing it again, you guys. Mm -hmm. But I kind of love that. Um, what'd you say? It was White Castle, right? White yeah. Castle, yeah. We don't have White Castles, right? We don't. No. Okay. So that's uh, so that you can't do that for Valentine's Day. No. All right. But remember at, um, at Comic-Con when Taco Bell did the sit-down dinner? Yes. I think feel like that would be like a really like a hit if they did that like they do the white tablecloth everything for valentine's day <laughs> just for the story alone right am i alone in this is that weird uh, no, i don't think so i think that's fine hmm. Hmm. i mean listen i know i, I don't remember... think it would pass for valentine's day i think that would be considered not enough i had heard you know I mean, he's our guest tomorrow, Paul Shear. but Paul Shear tells a story where he was brought into Jack in the Box uh, mm-hmm. to help them create like a late night setup in their restaurants uh-huh. where after midnight they were going to dim all the lights and put neon no. and make it like a club and there was going to be a DJ. Stop it. Yeah. And Dead Mouse was going to be part of it. I would go to that. I would totally go to that. And like all the food was going to be like late night stoner slash like munchy whatever. stuff. Yeah. 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 They did that. They ended up making like a kind of a like the dollar menu. Yeah, campaign yeah. around that, but like they didn't do the whole like nightclub restaurant thing. Oh man! But how great would that have been? And Dead Mouse, he could have um, just done the the, head, yeah. the Jack head. Yeah, right. Well, that's funny. Sure. 
I think for the for this for the right couple, that Valentine's Day at White Castle would be oh, perfect for yeah, them. I agree. Yeah. Because there's, there's people out there to whom that would appeal to. Yeah, for of course, sure. Yeah. for sure. I can't imagine uh, being Mariah Carey's assistant w- would be easy, but she is suing her ex assistant over alleged blackmail. Oh, you guys. Wow. Yeah, she's claiming that the now fired employee secretly recorded her doing embarrassing things and is threatening to release the footage if she didn't pay her $8 million. So Mariah Carey mm. hired Liana Azarian in March 2015 and claims that she started running up her credit card for personal purchases, using the singer's goodwill to get deep discounts on things. Um, how much do you think in uh, 2015 Miss Azarian was making a year to be Mariah Carey's assistant? Great question. Yeah, because I bet Mariah, I would assume nothing, right? I bet she could afford millions, but right. cheaps out on that, and is hiring somebody for fifty thousand dollars a year. I say sixty-five. I say thirty. I would agree with all of you. That's why I was shocked to find out she was earning three hundred and twenty-seven thousand dollars. Worth it. That's what, what? I'm saying. Spit on me, Queen. I am saying take it. Take <laughs> yeah, wow. it. Step on my neck or whatever kids <laughs> right. say. I'll let you do whatever. Three hundred and twenty-seven thousand. Wow. Unbelievable. That's unreal. That job. I was not expecting I, that. No. You know what? That job seems great. Right? I'll, I'll take it. it. Oh, yeah. I'll be tortured for that. <laughs> what was it you told us, Allie? What was her weird thing that she did when she came in late at night? She made her assistant wake up the kids to come out to see mommy after she came in at 3 a.m. or something. Do you remember? Oh, my a gosh. Story like that, that was a news story. Really? I, I knew that news story, yeah. Yeah, wow. like she she wanted to see her kids awake and in front of her every night, no matter how late she came in, and the people wow. had to go in. And how dare you put them to bed at a t- reasonable time? <laughs> right, right. I read that it's two a.m. I want to play with them. Yeah. Why are my Why is my six year old in bed at three a.m.? Yeah. That's cuckoo. I bet you get. I bet you you get a lot of wacky requests if you're of Mariah Carey. Of course, because she's crazy. I know. It, I know it's easy to bash on Nick Cannon or whatever, but when I see him, I just see what could have happened during those days. Yeah. Like, what did he put up with? Right. She was, just, she was just in the news yesterday. I think somebody was asking her about the 10-year challenge, and she said, and I think the quote was, time is not something I acknowledge. I think Mariah Carey said. <laughs> well, she, kind of beautiful. she tweeted love uh, the 10-year challenge yesterday. Oh, she did? Okay. Yes, and it was two of the exact same picture. I love that. <laughs> and she wrote, I don't get this 10-year challenge. Time is not something I acknowledge. Okay, so and she's making a joke then. She wrote, picture taken at some point prior to today. <laughs> she has a funny publicist. <laughs> yeah. I don't, you don't think Mariah Carey's uh, no. up in the Three Stooges, Buster Keaton <laughs> no. legacy? No. Okay. Well, Kevin wouldn't know. Uh, I wouldn't know that. No. Just, just, just trust us. <laughs> Good stuff, you guys. <sighs> and um, I was trying to get to this story earlier. Never got to. If you listen to a prior one, uh, Julia Roberts is not going to be back for Amazon's second season of Homecoming. She will, however, remain on board as an executive producer. And I, Homecoming is on my list of shows to watch because Bean loved it so much, it's and it good. was such a good show. So many people loved it. But I had texted Bean yesterday, and I said, "Is this shocking, or did we know she might not come back?" And that's where Bean picks it up. Oh, I'm supposed to say my part? Yes. Without um, spoiling, without spoiling. I didn't know that she wasn't coming back. Okay. I did not I did not realize that. But based on the storyline that went through season one, 
I guess I'm not surprised that they might look for a different story that they could tell. I think they, okay. I think that that story kind of did run its course. Okay. But it was, uh, it was very compelling. I, th- Why? I think you like it. Well, because it had a lot of g- good actors in it uh, in a, a, a an interesting plotline. Why? Because that's what they do with a television show. Is they they try to make something that you're going to want to watch. Why? Because that's how you get ratings, is if you can get eyeballs on your channel. Wow. Okay. Why? Okay, no, you can't go back to why. <laughs> <laughs> Do what I want, man. Do you guys remember when you did that to me? Uh, no. It was my first story yeah. uh, during a, uh, yep, <laughs> during a fill-in doing what's happening. And the You're whole. so gay. Yep, sure were. The whole segment was that, and I had to keep responding to him. I kissed a girl. And that's great to know, but not really what we're talking about right now. Yeah. I know. It's exciting. But the whole thing, and they wouldn't let it go. Giddy up. Yep. So glad you dig me. I don't know if that's what I'm saying, but maybe. Rodney on the Rock, how you doing? I'm doing okay. (laughs) All right. Ooh. Bean. Oh, really? Wow. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> Girls love sex. All right. Okay. Don't forget to rock the vote this Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Get there early. Oh, no, no, no. no. This is and not. You got to, you know, do this something. Isn't... Black president. No. It's up no, to you. No, no, no. no. and what? all of us. What? Black president. Well, that was, that 18 was to vote. Shake some action. Shake I hope some you action. All get out there. Shake some action mm-hmm. and rock the vote. Just think, when I'm on next week, we'll have a new president elected. I hope I black. Think... We really need okay. something to take... shake some action. Get the black president. Oh my get God. out and take vote it easy. Tuesday. Black, right? Start early and should go on to around eight or nine o'clock. And uh, say good night. And next week. We'll have a new black president. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works, Rodney. Thank you, though. Just to wrap this up, how about he a... He died uh, too young, by the way, if I could just say that. He is still alive. Rodney? He is yeah, still alive, did, guys. Yeah. R.I.P. Bigenheimer. Maybe they'll be at Coachella next year. It's Coachella. Co- it's Coachella. Mm. <sighs> Yay! 106.7 K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. I'm out of here. <laughs> All right. Good. You guys done? What? Hey, good night. What? Go dueling. I'll get some sleep. Right. Good. I doubt it. Right. I never get sleep never where get... I live. Right. I'm a robot. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, I'm out of here. And okay. hopefully everything will work out. And be safe and sane on Halloween. And what are you talking about? Apples with the razor blades in them. Rodney, we got to go. But where can we keep up with your activity? It's www. <laughs> dot facebook okay dot com right slash oh r and wait all one word what r o t r k r o q r o it's w w t r dot facebook dot com what slash r o t r k r o q has to be an easier way to say that <laughs> you're all going to hell oh my god oh it was us saying that. Oh. What happened to Amy Winehouse? Well, Good question. she has passed. Let's That's talk- rock and roll. What it, can I say? For some, yeah. Let's talk some birthdays. We've got Jim Carrey. 
Steve Harvey, James Earl Jones, Betty White, Zoe Deschanel, Kid Rock, Michelle Obama, Calvin Harris, Lil John, and Tiesto. Nothing. Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus. Is it his birthday today as well? I don't I mean, think so. I mean, every day is Jesus' yeah. okay. birthday. Bang, 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 bang. Okay. I don't like where this is going. Pretty little face. Ooh. Okay. Okay. 69. Nice. <laughs> That's what's happening. Thanks, Allie. If you missed any parts. Forever. If you missed any part of today's show, including R.J. Bell talking about the Rams and Saints, uh, Animal Stories was on today's show, Bean, for some reason, bought 150 pair of socks. If you want to get any of that, <laughs> you can get the entire show on uh, today's podcast at krock.com or radio.com. On your drive home today, let's do a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. And tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin and Bean show. We have uh, Keep It 100. We have actor Paul Shear, one of our favorites. Yay. Yes. A uh, brand-new internet roundup and nudists. What's up? Tomorrow morning. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Oh, damn. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.